Yo, this hot, this the spot, there it is, pod.com. We're interviewing the best comedians, so tune in quick and get your ears receiving them. We're talking about life and life to stream right to you from the microphone right to your home, dude. Side note, this might get embarrassing, but no, don't sweat, yo, because there it is. Welcome to the There It Is Podcast, a comedy podcast to help you find your inspiration. I'm your host, Jason Farr. Let's do this. A very spooky episode for you today. It is our Halloween episode. Thanks so much for joining us. And I say us in the plural sense this time. Usually I'm using like us as a sort of royal we, but we have the of the show gang here. But first, before we get to that fun, last week's guest, Rick Guzman, and I talked about his show, Spooky Doings. That show is this Sunday, Halloween night, at the Magnet Theater at 6 p.m. If you are in New York City, go check that out. Get tickets at magnettheater.com. You have to be vaxxed. Please get vaxxed. Now, on to today's episode, we have a very fun one. It is a bracket for songs for Halloween. I had a lot of fun putting this together and talking to the Of The Show gang about it. That's girlfriend of the show, best friend of the show, and brother of the show. And let me tell you, it gets heated. Kind of. It's very funny what... (laughs) What plays out? Let's just get right to it. Here's my spooky chat with the Of The Show gang. Of The Show gang, thanks so much for joining us with this spooky episode. (laughs) Uh, Let's introduce first to come into my life, brother of the show, Trey. Hello. (laughs) Next is Rob, best friend of the show. Good evening, Jason, and all you goblins and ghouls. It is me, Vincent Price, and I'm here to talk about what, what, what? Oh, oh, sorry. That's a solid, that was a solid Bill Hader's impression of Vincent. It was actually. Actually was, yeah. I think it was actually a solid Vincent Price. Yeah. Take out the hater, but yeah, I mean, it was. you could tell it was a hater. Price. I could. I almost went with you know. You, everybody knows I like my Buffalo Bill. She's a big fat fat person, but I'm not gonna do Buffalo Bill. Eh? No Buffalo. No Buffalo. Bill. And of course, you hear her laughing. Girlfriend of the show, Justina. Pause while I scream at the top of my lungs. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are the scream queen of the episode. I guess you are. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. the final you're girl. The you're girl. the final girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, guys, I just have to go smoke some pot and drink alcohol and have premarital sex. I think I'll be okay, right? <laughs> You'll be right back. You'll yeah. be right I'll be right back. <laughs> this is going to be a one-topic episode just because it's more fun. One topic. <laughs> it's 1998, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> the 1-9-9-8. That's how a lot of rappers would say it in songs in the 90s. They'd be like, y'all, it's 1993, the 1-9-9-3, as if that emphasized it more. It's like, yeah, any year is still just the new year, guys. Yeah, like, thanks, bro. You've trying been to stretch, for trying all to stretch it out. Yeah. <laughs> rap songs with my rap music. <laughs> We're doing one topic to make it easier for Trey to 
produce one of the YouTube versions of a Pop Talk episode. Also, we're doing a horror song Halloween bracket. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're excited. Yes. It's fun. I love our brackets. I will say I, I like to get a lot of song suggestions from people. So I will go on my personal Facebook and just say, hey, what are some songs? Because I know a lot of my friends know a lot of songs. They love to just engage in that specific topic on my Facebook. So I get a lot of help from friends. So I appreciate all of them for giving the suggestions. And then I do a lot of Google searching to find stuff as well to make it a little bit easier mm-hmm. to pinpoint what the biggest songs are or the or whatever the bracket topic is on that particular episode. I will uh, do Google searches. And this one was easy because there are a lot of entertainment websites that put together best Halloween songs or best spooky songs to play at Halloween or whatever. And that made it very easy also to, to help find songs to come up with this bracket. And so I was really excited to do this one. Also, I just think I, I just love Halloween so much. <laughs> it's yeah. just the most fun. Songs to the Halloween bracket. It was broken up into four divisions, this bracket. TV theme songs, and that is in the top right of the bracket if you're looking at it. Songs from movies, that's the bottom right. Mm-hmm. Novelty or joke songs, that's the top left. And then like just real songs, just straight up songs. Yeah. That's the bottom left. Those are the four divisions. That also helps to determine what the seeds are going to be. Rob, yeah. you're shaking your head already. I mean, I, I do you want me to throw my heat? You want me to throw out? There's two. Well, let me let me go over before you throw your heat. We don't know what each other's bracket is. Justina yeah. knows my bracket because she saw mine. I haven't seen hers. I haven't seen Rob's or Trey's, and so and they haven't seen mine. But just to go over how I broke some things down, some decisions that were made along the way, because there are a couple of caveats to this. The best mm-hmm. example of a caveat of, uh, is I put a spell on you. That is in the novelty slash joke song category. Now, when I first heard that song, I put a spell on you. It was CCR's version. Then I heard Nina Simone's version, mm-hmm. neither of which are novelty songs. But the original by Screaming Jay Hawkins, while he when he wrote it, intended it to be a real song (laughs) he according to him got his producer got him and his band drunk before the recording they're in the studio and he like brings chicken and stuff and and they just got drunk and then they recorded it right after they were super drunk he claims to not remember the actual session wow i had no idea (laughs) yeah and so he was he was drunk and just started screaming and everything. And before he recorded, I put a spell on you. He wasn't screaming Jay Hawkins. He wasn't screaming all the time. He was just a straightforward blues singer. And mm. he just got guttural and raw with, I put a spell on you because he was drunk. And the way he performs it, I, there's a video I saw on YouTube of him performing. It and I thought, this, this is very novelty yeah. in its presentation. Yes. So I felt like it was fair to put it in there on that reason, because it's a little funny that yeah. he was just drunk. Yeah, <laughs> I feel good about my bracket. 
how, how'd you find out about his version? Just someone in your Facebook? No, someone on the Facebook may have said I had heard of that version. I had not heard it until recently. I just knew that he was the original one to do it, but I just hadn't heard his version because mm-hmm. I knew there were so many versions out there. Um, and I found out that information just in doing a research on on the song. And uh, I think I got that information from Wikipedia and maybe even Genius.com, which I also leaned into to determine what songs should be on the bracket. Because um, <laughs> there were some that are not that some people mm-hmm. might think should be. And um, that's what I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got two. I got two. I got well, two. Right I, maybe, maybe I'll cover it. And what I'm going to mention here, so. Oh, you're going to steal my heat. Oh, okay. That's your heat. What's well, not that's my heat. To be on here? I got well, two. I, kinda, two. I want it to be There's... honest that you want to explain considered these. So I want to, <laughs> no. well, I just want to name all the songs that I didn't include that people might say, hey, or, or right. Rob might even say, hey, that should be on here. And then it'll be an honest, like, okay, Jason already wrote this down. Um, so he, oh, you, you just want, you just don't want to get caught. You don't want to get caught. No, well, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> that's what well, it is. <laughs> if you say it and then I'm like, well, no, I wrote that down. Then it's I, like, why you. would anyone believe, believe it? it? I would, you, you would, but why would the listener? Oh, yeah. They don't <laughs> trust you. That's true. I get I mean, that all the time. I get yeah. private messages all the time from listeners saying, I love your podcast, but I just but don't, I don't trust, you. trust you. Yeah. So here are some songs that I considered, but they just didn't make the cut for different reasons. Alice Cooper's Welcome to My Nightmare, The Eagle's yeah. Witchy Woman, Meatloaf's mm. Bat Out of Hell. Mm. That one barely missed the cut. Same with Witchy Woman kind of barely missed the cut. You know I'm working on a screenplay based off Witchy Woman. <laughs> He's making a very deep cut SNL reference. <sighs> the H is O, everyone. The H is O. Just... YouTube the H is O, and when you see we've talked about it, Jimmy Fallon and (laughs) Ben Stiller, then you'll know what's going on. Um, And Will Ferrell as the late great Glenn Glenn Fry. Fry. Um, And there was another song that um, arguably could have been in that real songs category that I am blanking on now, and maybe you'll mention it in a second. Oh gosh, I meant to write it down. Oh, because I got mine written down, and I'm ready for my hot take. Okay, well, uh, you give the hot take, and then I'll give the reason why those songs didn't make it. Superstition! Uh-huh. Superstition by Stevie Wonder. I saw it, and I just did not, I don't think it should be on there. It's, okay, possibly my favorite song of all time. Like, if I really gunned mm-hmm. my head, if I had to pick a song, it would be my favorite song of all time. But, but. It is literally about black magic and the devil's on his way. And it's so creepy. Like hmm. if you think about well, the clap Abracadabra part, and black magic woman were also too. Yeah. But yeah. Abracadabra. I mean, that's a little more like macabre, but like superstition I felt is, is it, you've, I've seen it like in commercials with, about like spooky things happening. Here's another one though. And this yeah, is one that's that fair. That's fair. This, but... this one you're going to kick yourself in the ass for not thinking of. And I I'll, and there there is a solid reason why it should be considered a Halloween song the because it was over you. Bourbon Street. No, this is a song that you love because it was your favorite. Your not I don't know if you, well you've got three favorite bands so it it you know it, it changes okay, yeah. based it's on still your mood you too but yeah 
Yeah, it's you two, but then you would also say the police is your favorite band. And if you every ever breath saw you take, I take every breath you just, take, every breath you take, no, no, is no, a spellbinding no, and great song. No, but it is is also one of the greatest control. songs ever. No, it, it was used. Songs. It was used in the nineteen. I, I think I want to say eighty five. Trey, you can fact check this in the film Cat's Eye, which everybody knows. I'm a huge mm. Stephen King guy, and mm. there is a great scene where there's a vignette about James Wood trying to James Woods trying to stop smoking. And at one point, Alan King is singing every breath you take to tell him that mm-hmm. they're watching every move he makes because mm-hmm. they're going mm-hmm. to chop all his wife's fingers off if he keeps smoking cigarettes. Oh, snap. So it is a creepy song and it's, it's always a very been a creepy, creepy song. song. It's a different kind of creepy. It's like stalking. It's a different kind of creepy. It's on my list, and Justina will confirm here. Justina's looking at the Google sheet. Every breath you take, right? Is it there, Justina? Affirmed, affirmed. Okay. Line 42. Row 42. <laughs> Real song. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just saying we probably could have nixed it early, because but every breath you take, it is a creepy song. It's in Cat's Eye. It's, That's and fair. also, it's just like... When you watch like a show like on Netflix, like you is basically just mm-hmm. if you took that that song and made it a show. So I've never yeah. okay, I've never seen the show you. But um, I'm saying like I'm just yeah. saying this that idea of watching someone. I look, I them. love both of those songs. They, they yeah. are two of the greatest songs of all time, and the mm-hmm. Police are one of my favorite bands. But yeah, you fanboy didn't allow it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if someone suggested it on my Facebook, but Superstition I did see on like a list or something, as well as Kanye West's Monster. And I was like, no, no, the Kanye, sound of those songs are not spooky. I disagree, but I think the clavinet's pretty spooky on 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 uh, on Superstition. Superstition it kind of reminds just me so funky to me. So well, I just it's like yeah no again it's like my favorite song of all time like it's my favorite drum beat like mm-hmm, i love mm-hmm. yeah like it's amazing but yeah but it's still it's creepy an, it's an all-time great song I, they mentioned black kites i think i think superstition if this had been all 32 songs were mm-hmm. real Little songs, songs. Yeah. oh it absolutely then, have been on the list and it would have been in its those songs all of these songs we're talking about would be in their own category maybe yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, at least maybe not all of them, but Abracadabra and Superstition would be in their own category. And Every Breath You Take would be in that category, mm-hmm. too. Whereas Witchy Woman and Black Magic Woman would be in a different category. Yeah. But yeah, I, I didn't include Bad Out of Hell because it's just about a car wreck. Uh, I didn't include yeah. Every Breath You Take because it's spellbinding as the song is mm-hmm. i don't think it really gets musically into a spooky era uh, feel yeah i mean I'll, I'll give you that it's not a spooky sounding song but the, the concept of it and and then also the fact that for years people would play it at a wedding and people are like are you serious like this is not a wedding song <laughs> like this is like... yeah i almost put witchy woman on here because it has such a spooky sound but the song is about a socialite with a heroin problem. So it's not a song that I felt like should be on the list. These songs are solid that you're mentioning, but I just didn't include them because I either felt like the music wasn't spooky or the subject matter wasn't spooky. And in Superstition and Every Breath You Take, I kind of felt like both. But Superstition's maybe just because it's superstition. Yeah. It could be a little closer, but I, I don't know. I mean... 
and I, I almost didn't include werewolves in London because the subject matter is just like predatory dudes. It's not about werewolves. But so many people mentioned that song and it made so many Halloween lists that I felt like it had to go on there. So Rob, what would you have taken off to put yours in? Um, you know what, what I probably would have done, I would have moved the Bach over to like movies because I know it's been in movies. It, it's fair to move that into the movie category. Well, and I also would have taken out Total Ghost of the Heart. Really? Yeah, I didn't understand what that was doing in here. It's a creepy video. Okay, that's fair. It's a creepy video okay. and the song's a little spooky. And, and, and Bonnie Tyler doesn't get why people say this, but it's said to be a song about vampires. And she was like, no. But the person who wrote the lyrics confirmed that oh. it is about vampires right. and love. Oh, so it's com- when I, I heard that. that, I was like 100% on the list. Okay. Now, Don't Fear the Reaper is another song that maybe you could take out because it, I kept it in because it sounds so spooky. It is spooky. The vocal style is so spooky. The music style is so spooky. And he's talking about the Reaper. And it's all like, I mean, like, it's very spooky. Well, and also, here's another Stephen King reference in the in the 1994 um, adaptation of um, of the Stand that was on ABC. It opens with mm-hmm. "Don't Fear the Reaper," so that's like, it, right. like, yeah. And so it's like it's it's clearly something that's horror adjacent. That's what I think. I think the so too. Lyricist of that says that it's not. And that it's only about eternal love. But I'm sort of like, dude, that's dumb. If you're talking about eternal love, it's why creepy. are you bringing up the Reaper at all? I saw where he also said that, you know, he was imagining uh, an early death and that it's that because death is inevitable, it's silly to fear it. So that was oh, the other thing man. he thought about. So I think that also makes it make sense to be included. Mm. Just because of everything else, regardless of his intent, I'm just like, that song sounds too damn spooky. Yeah. It's also (laughs) in Halloween, by the way. Don't fear the Reaper. Yeah, it is. And then, but it's also like, if you follow any of the other Blue Oyster Cult stuff, they're very sci-fi and horror adjacent. They've got a lot of stuff that's creepy. And um, I, I, you know, I follow their, their guitarist, uh, keyboardist on YouTube and and Instagram. And he's really, uh, a really impressive guy. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, they, they do a lot of stuff that's very hard adjacent. So I, I think I, I call bullshit on that. Like, cause it's, it's definitely, yeah. and I remember I played, I played a wedding, um, on Halloween. It was, it was probably my favorite wedding I've ever done. Um, and, um, including my own, uh, no, <laughs> but no, no, but, um, no, but they, that was one of the songs they had that they were like, they wanted all these spooky Halloween songs. And that was one of them. They're like, you have to do don't fear the reaper. And we're like, yeah, a hundred percent. That's mm-hmm. totally a Halloween song. And then also like, just because of the SNL reference, I just felt like, let me please just put this on here. Yeah. Yeah. It's too. Now one, one more I'll... defense of you, Jason, putting total eclipse of the heart in here. Because I think it was in your Facebook request for songs where someone, where I first saw that somebody mentioned that it's a vampire song. So I was looking up references to that. Uh, And so I saw where Jim Steinman, who's the one who wrote. uh, Oh, that makes sense. He's so creepy. Yeah. And he just passed away. Yeah. And he said, I found this quote on Wikipedia. He said, with total eclipse of the heart, I was trying to come up with a love song. And I remembered I actually wrote that to be a vampire love song. 
Its original title was Vampires in Love because I was working on a musical of Nosferatu, the other great right. vampire story. Right. And if you listen I to like too, like yeah. once you read that, turn around, turn yeah. around. That's that that's I guess that part is kind of scary. Like, turn around. He had that in another song before, and I forget what the other song was. Well, I mean, because Jason McDonald doing so. I don't know what to do. I'm always in the dark. Living in a powder keg and got up Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Audience, please vote on who does a better Michael McDonald, me or Jason. We got to get this on the internet. Than I <laughs> Rob's going to be more in key, and that's the thing. Yeah, but but you know, once you he- once you hear that this is a vampire song, it sounds so obvious when you hear it again after that. Oh my god! Yeah, especially like love. The what's the exact line? Something about love will last forever, or lo- now love is forever, and something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I I kind of appreciated the song more and thought it was funnier more than I did before. And the video knowing that it knowing all of that stuff. The video is well creepy. the video I thought was funny already. <laughs> but then I also heard that there was like the place where they filmed was a was like an old mental hospital or something like that. Yeah. And they would yeah. give like uh, a shock treatments and stuff. I, I don't even know if it was old. I think it was like current or something like that. But they had guard dogs there and there were certain rooms where they would do the shot treatment bonnie tyler was saying this in an interview uh that the dogs would just not go into they just like refused to go into and it was like they just picked up on the vibe oh that's scary super spooky yeah very super spooky (laughs) (laughs) spooky it's on the spooks um and I will just to say, I don't know how the correct pronunciation, Toccata and Fugue by Johann Sebastian Bach. I should say in D minor. Uh, mm. Toccata and D Yeah, I was like, D which minor. one is it? Like, um, is it the there's, it's the one in D minor, not C yeah. major. And there's there's BMV something. I, I get the point about like maybe moving that into the movie category, but when it originally came out, I think it was still pretty spooky, even if Bach didn't mean it to be. And there were no movies then. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm fine with putting it in the real songs category. Yeah. But but Tubular Bells was not intended to be for a movie, and the person who made it does not like that <laughs> the use of it <laughs> in the exorcist. Oh, I'm really? Sure, yeah, I'm sure he enjoys the money. Yeah, that's what I just <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that, is, that is a Halloween song. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. It's so spooky. Yeah. So scary. Yeah. So, like, classically scary, too. Yeah. Um, so, those are the things that people might debate. Disclaimers. Yeah, those are, yeah, claim. the caveats. But let's talk about the matchups. Oh. So first, let's just say, who had the hardest matchup? What was the hardest matchup for you? And we'll start with you, Rob. Yeah, because it's like you got two out of the gate that are just a bunch of... That's why, well, I text some expletives that I'm not supposed to say on the podcast anymore. But um, yeah, to Jason. (laughs) And uh, yeah, no, it starts off with, you got um, the Bach, which, uh, you know, Takana and and Fug and, and D minor, which is one of the creepiest songs ever um and against werewolves in london which is a phenomenal halloween song it's a great beat and it's such a good song it's perfect for a halloween party and it's about 
I mean, he literally says he'll tear out your lungs, Jim. You know, it's it's there's horror in the song and they use it in a werewolf mm-hmm. in London. I mean, there's like, you know, like it's an amazing song. And so you got that th- those two mm-hmm. at the gate and then you've got Don't Fear the Reaper versus somebody's watching. Yeah, you. that was mine, too. Yeah. And that, and that to me, like if you want to like talk like if I had just written a final four, mine would have been somebody's watching me. Monsters Mash, Ghostbusters, Thriller. Those are the top four. Yeah. Those okay. would be the four. Like if I just, if I was just, when I wrote, when for I, you gave me the bracket, that was my final four. And then I saw mm. your BS bracket and I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> this is the, well, this is what happens. Yeah. In basketball, I, guys. I mean, it happens. That, yeah. Yeah. Um, what was the first one that you remember? Oh, so werewolves in London. I was ready to put that give that a high seed it ended Mm -hmm. up in a seventh seed because i read what the subject matter was about and i was like man this is so outside of spooky and it's just like too real life sad but um because it's really just about predatory men that's honestly just what the song is about uh it's not about werewolves it's not about anything spooky and then the sound of the song is not very so the predatory men are the werewolves so much that i had to put it in there um yeah yeah it was like saying like he tore up a woman last night or something like that. Like that's what it's about. Oh, and I thought it was like literally meaning like tearing up a woman. My you know, entire life too. Well, it's performed um, sort of that way. Like like it's and meant it's literally using it figuratively, mm-hmm. right? Like he's he's talking about he's using werewolves figuratively and using werewolf uh, uh, tropes, so to speak, uh, to to like make this story and and, oh and sing this song so i'm that's why i was fine with putting it on the bracket but that is why it ended up being uh, a mm-hmm. tougher bracket in that particular yeah category. did you have any others that were a tough matchup for you rob um yeah i mean there was a couple it well it, like i hated getting rid of the omen or mm-hmm. like because honestly like yeah, halloween is tough. one of the greatest like I think yeah, one of the greatest so themes. Yeah, it's so amazing, and and Carpenter's just a, an amazing human being. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and but but the Omen, it, it, it is such a creepy, creepy song. Mm-hmm. It is so good. Yeah, it's so good. That one was hard. I got an eight seed because it was yeah. really good. But one thing I didn't mention before was I did Google searches, and I was looking to see like how much a song got. <laughs> like google hits and then i looked mm-hmm. on spotify to see how many listens it had and youtube and to see how many listens it had to give everything yeah. a fair shot because there were songs that i love but they were like not first seed. i didn't put them first seed because i liked them i put them first seed yeah. because they had the most listens and they had the most google hits and so that's why mm. the omen was ended up being so low um was just because the categories and it just didn't have as many which was unfortunate because that is a great song but like it's going up it is against a great song and a great movie it's going up against if you've Halloween, never seen the omen go watch get... it yeah, yeah. If, if you've never seen the original yeah. omen it's it's am- it's amazing you got gregory peck in it it's so good it's how richard donner got so the superman it. movie such... oh yeah and i donner always forget that. that richard donner directed that mm-hmm. yeah i think that is one that i missed and and the great thing about like the and i mean obviously like with a lot of those theme songs like with with the omen and with like halloween you know something really bad is about to happen Mm -hmm. and especially Mm -hmm. with the omen because a lot of that is very built up on like you know that like an accident's going to happen Mm -hmm. yeah 
that Damien's going to cause the accident. But it, so usually when that music, that, that music starts rising and it's like evil Latin sounding music. And I mean, like literal Latin, not, yeah, like, right. you know, tra- traditional Latin. Yeah. Another one, another one I probably, it's just not that as popular, but it's just one of those songs that just gets me because I saw it as a kid was um, Children of the Corn. Mm. I don't know if you guys ever saw mm. that one. It's got Lin- Linda Hamilton in it. And it's a really, it's a Stephen King thing again. Malachi, he wants you. Children of the Corn. Trey and I used to make a joke about that song all the time. Riders on the Storm. We were singing we were as... Riders on the Storm is Children <laughs> of the Corn. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but they have like, the, the music and that's like, oh. <laughs> it's like really it's really creepy <laughs> mm-hmm. did you have any other tough ones no i think there's ones that you're gonna i i have one that you're gonna get really mad that i cut really like immediately i don't know that's probably werewolf moment so oh yeah that one that definitely <laughs> well we'll get to that later um trey what were your hard matchups so i think and i'm being completely serious here i think this was actually the hardest bracket for me that we've done because wow. like, yeah. on, on, particularly on the left side of the bracket, I think everything almost was difficult. Um, really? Yeah. And yes. so like everything Rob said, and, and in particular, um, like I, when you asked us before you went to Facebook about songs, I put both Don't Fear the Reaper and Somebody's Watching Me on there, expecting mm-hmm. right. both of them to get a little bit into the tournament. And then when I saw them as the matchup, I was like, God, yeah and uh so it was difficult i mean i had to i went a different way than i thought i would have gone on that Mm -hmm. um another one that i suggested to you before you went to facebook was nightmare on my street Mm -hmm. going up against werewolf bar mitzvah and i actually didn't remember werewolf bar mitzvah and when i looked into it i saw why it was a cutaway in an episode of 30 Rock. So it's easy. But it's a full song. It is a full song. Yeah. I, I, like I found the full song. It was, yeah. it was finding the full song. But it wasn't, you're right. It was not like, a full song in the episode. Right. So yeah. if all you mm-hmm. did was watch the episode, it's maybe you'll remember Tracy Morgan dressed mm-hmm. as a werewolf with the Michael Jackson jacket. <laughs> right. But you wouldn't necessarily remember the song. Mm-hmm. So but I'll tell you, Trey, yeah. I, I will say that um, when I moved here to New York, I was talking to good friend of the show, Tom, was the best friend since I was second grade. And I, Name there up. was some, he, he, yeah, he made some kind of random reference to that song. Like, I think I, I may have said something that triggered it and he just went, boys becoming men, <laughs> then becoming wolves. And I was like, this is why you've been my lifelong best friend. Because he wasn't in a obvious way triggered to mm-hmm. say that. He just randomly mentioned that. And I was like, man, I love that song. I have that is a great line. Great. And that's one that of the, so that, that became a difficult matchup because I went and looked at the mm. clip and then went and listened to the whole song and then read up on how yeah. the song came to be. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> I know that, that was a hard, that, you know, that was a hard one. Cause I mean, obviously because of our, because of our love. I don't know. I'm, I assume our mutual love of a fresh friend. Yeah. Kind of oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would have yeah. been nice if that could have gotten into the second round, mm-hmm. but um, I, you know, 
I like it. You're like, it would have been nice if this thing I created could have happened, but I created it, you know. <laughs> I, I let the chips fall where they mm-hmm. may. You know, I really just, I had to just go by what the information I researched mm-hmm. and told me and, and not, you know, the only time I had to go like, uh, you know, not this song, but that song was when I did the real songs. That was the hardest thing for me in, in this entirety of doing this bracket filling it out and then choosing the seeds was dealing with the what the last two songs would be mm-hmm. the seventh and eighth seed for the real songs yeah yeah but that you know all of that was difficult and then you get into deeper rounds then on the right side of the bracket it got harder yeah it got um, harder there so it's i mean if i did this bracket again next year it might look complete with the same songs in the same yeah. placements. Mm-hmm. It might look different. I mean, my final two would probably be the same. Actually, almost think, definitely I think be the same. I, I guarantee my final two would be the same too. Yeah. But it would be, yeah. yeah. Mine too. Yeah. I, I wonder, and I wonder if we, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't want to like guess, but I would guess that we all, but that we might all have the same final two. We but. have to. I, I think, um, I think, I know that Trey, Rob, and I have the same one. Justina did tell me what her final is, mm-hmm. her her champion, but I don't know how she got there. So, so that whatever means, your like, controversial what pick is. is, isn't as controversial as I was guessing. You put you you talked about how controversial one of your picks was, and I was like, oh, it had to have been. It's one of my final. It's maybe two of my final four picks that is going to make people go, what, mm. why. I'm but gonna, yeah. I am fully on board. With that. I'm, re- I'm re- yeah, yeah. Did you have any other tough ones? That was that was it mostly, uh, and and we'll probably get into a little more talk of it as we get deeper into the bracket. But one note on Nightmare on My Street. I can't believe that there's a nightmare on my street. And I <laughs> I literally didn't know this factoid until either last night or this morning when I was listening to all these songs again and looking into it. And I was watching on, it's about when he and Jada were, no. <laughs> well, I, I was watching on YouTube and I just kind of assumed I had seen that video before, but I think that I literally just saw the video for the first time because oh. when the song first came out, it was considered to be a part of nightmare and Elm street four. And oh. then the producers decided against oh. using it. Because that's when yeah, the song came no out. No wonder it's such a random song for just someone to decide to do on their regular album. Right. I mean, I guess they're just big fans of the franchise, so they just did it. And then, <laughs> but then the producers, I guess, somehow found out about it, and they were considering using it. Then they decided against using it. And once they decided hmm. against using it, the film people sued DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, or at least the record label. Because they sampled the theme song of, of Elm Street, mm-hmm. which I assume is why you didn't have Elm Street on the brackets, Jason, because it was sampled in Nightmare on My Street. <laughs> but it just didn't come up a lot. No. It didn't come uh, surprisingly, it didn't come up a lot. I figured I figured he didn't bring it up because he doesn't like films directed by Rennie Harlan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like how he did Gina Davis. Just kidding. <laughs> so, so anyway. When, when Fresh Prince got sued for the song, the video got destroyed. Wow. Destroyed. Like, they destroyed it because it's like, we're never airing this because we just got sued for this. And 
whenever they re-released the song just as a single or on the album, it came with a disclaimer that this has nothing to do with Nightmare on Elm Street, is not part of a soundtrack, is none of that. Oh my gosh, yeah. And so in 2018, someone found footage and it got up on YouTube. And then eventually it made its way to the DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Pins Vivo mm -hmm. page. And so that's where I found it. And we'll drop that in for the YouTube enhanced episode <laughs> right now. <laughs> but the reason why I looked up all of this is when I was watching the video, I was like, why didn't they get Robert England in here? <laughs> <laughs> like, there must be a story behind that. And it's just like some dude looking yeah. like a Frankenstein who is playing basically Freddie in like a handmade, like a bootleg claw glove. So I was like, why did they go this way with it? <laughs> and so I, I've, I've seen it food. in years. I just know the song. I haven't seen it. I'm going to have to go up and watch yeah. the video now. Like, yeah. Because yeah. I, so I realized I must have never seen the video because of this. And the video even had the disclaimer yeah. in front of it. That was wow. That's funny. Wild. Um, well, let's move on to the tough matchups for Justina, and then I'll mention my tough matchup. Um, I had zero tough matchups. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is the easiest one for her to do ever. It was pretty easy. When I saw my song on here, I was like, well, let me just move everything around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she listened to the Spotify playlist. Yes, which was very helpful for me. I think I pretty much knew 90% of songs, actually, mm -hmm. not by name, but then like I would hear them and yeah, I knew them. That's what Takata but, um, and Fugue was like for me, was... Yeah. Like the second I heard that first riff, I was like, oh, that song. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, uh -huh. Yeah. <clears throat> that's how that one is for a lot of people. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, here are the matchups that were tough for me. Don't fear the Reaper versus somebody's watching me. Um, that was tough mm. because I, I, I'm on the same level in my love of those songs. Uh, I like both of them equally. So it was like, I don't know. And uh, Total Eclipse of the Heart versus Psycho Killer. Because when I, I'd heard Psycho Killer, I had that experience that everyone else had with Takata and Fug, and I had that experience with Takata and Fug. But uh, Psycho Killer was like, wait, what song is that? And then as soon as it started playing, I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a solid song. And it's the, definitely the cooler answer than Total Eclipse of the Heart. Then the, <laughs> which you know where they, you know why... He, they were doing the fu, fu, fu thing is because they like notice Redding so much and he has oh, the fa 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 song, that's sad nice. song. Yeah. Um, so they're just ripping him off there. Uh, nice. Well, you know, paying homage. They're yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Ripping uh, that, was a, <laughs> that was a tough matchup. And um, when uh, I ended up having Twilight Zone versus Adam's Family in the second mm -hmm. round, that was I a did tough too. Yeah. It was, I had to think about that one. It wasn't super hard, but I had to think about it. I had to think about it. Yeah. Those are two very impactful songs. Then I had to like take a step back and then think which one of these was actually remixed by Tag Team. Tag Team back again. Tag Team did it for the the Adam Family movie. The Adam's but Adam's Family Values. Adam's Tag Values. The first one yeah. was MC, yeah, but the second one was MC Tag Hammer, Team. Yeah, yeah. Which neither of those they do what they want to do, say what they want to say, do what they want. Yeah, um, that was that was one of my tough ones too. I think we're all we're pretty much all on the same wavelength on this one. I think so. Yeah. I think oh, also tough. Psycho versus Tubular Bell. Mm. Yeah. I that happened in the second round. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, me too. Uh, both also like so great, but I just I realized that I 
I think more about the Psycho theme mm-hmm. song than I do the Exorcist theme Ditto. song. So I had to go with Psycho. I and I and I went the other way. I when I hear tubular bells, it makes me think of standing in line at uh, at like a, a a haunted house or a haunted hayride or something. Like tubular bells is just one mm. of those. It, yeah, it's, yeah, it's great. They're both no, but so I mean good. they're both amazing. Bernard Herman's a phenomenal composer, and so. He did, sure. you know, and like, so the psycho theme is amazing, but mm-hmm. I, to me, it, it, it mm-hmm. was, it was tubular bells, like, but, but that Rob, was a really hard choice. But Rob, if you're talking about being fans of remixes, I mean, Buster Rhymes sampled psycho. <laughs> you're right. He did. <laughs> Give me some up. <laughs> Give me some up. Give me some up. Give me some up. And, and, and psycho is definitely one of those, like, it, it's absolutely one of those universal people know, like people know that even if they've never seen psycho, they know that it's about like getting stabbed in the shower. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. oh yeah. And there's also like two distinct parts of the song that stand out. Cause the yeah. part that Buster Rhymes sampled is different mm-hmm. from the, <laughs> from the right. shower, the stab, the, the literally the stab. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. There was some guy in the theater when I saw the remake of Psycho behind me who was because the Buster Rhymes song had already been out. And so when the song started playing, he didn't realize it was it had anything to do with Psycho. <laughs> he just knew the Buster Rhymes song. It was so it, he kind of laughed when Jason, it came on and he started going like, give me some. Money. Jason, be honest. It was it was Vince Vaughn. He was behind you at the movie and he didn't <laughs> he was, realize Vince Vaughn was the guy behind <laughs> me in the theater. He was he was the guy behind you and he didn't realize. Oh, I didn't even know that this song. <laughs> I just song and this you input Seth Meyers Vince Vaughn impersonation. Yeah. Buddy, buddy, buddy. <laughs> buddy, buddy, buddy. Buddy, buddy, buddy. Yeah, buddy. that was really funny. Yeah. Now let's talk upsets, but let's go in the reverse order. So I'll go first. This sort of will reveal where my bracket went uh, before I even mention mm-hmm. what my final four were. But Werewolf Bar Mitzvah versus Agatha All Along. Nope. And also over Nightmare My Street. That's an upset. That's an upset. Agatha All Along over Monster Man. Mm-hmm. Nope. Upset. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope in that it wasn't an upset. Or it shouldn't have happened. Agatha went out first round in mine. First round? Yeah, I mean... First round. I get that. That's fine. You know I'm why? Just, that's why because it's an they, upset. Because we have the monsters on the other side, and Agatha is just a ripoff of the monster well, thing. See, that's why the two, Rob. It's just like, yeah. See, I, yeah. That's fair. Thank that's fair. You. I thought it was so funny that I, I liked loved it. it. I thought it was great in the show, but it is literally a ripoff of the monster well, thing. Well, yeah, see, here... That's why so, you love it. So I agree, and obviously it's hugely similar. Like every almost every time I heard Agatha all along, I heard it with the monsters. Monsters theme, yeah. But when I was re-listening, yeah, I mean it's a great. But when I was re-listening to me, Agatha all along and the monsters are as similar as when we were talking about John Mayer a couple pop talks ago Mm -hmm. with Last Train uh, versus Africa. Africa. Okay, it, it's mean, no more similar. Like it's obvious, it's similar enough for people to yeah. think of the connection, but not like I would say ripoff. I mean, it's yeah, it's inspired by. It's got that vibe. Yeah, I agree with that. I I felt like there was going to be recency bias with it too, just because it was you know it was probably the it was to me it mm-hmm. was the best part of the show, and so it was really funny. It was you know it was a great you know plot twist. Um, but it, to me, it was just like, yeah, this is the monsters. Like, <laughs> like I just. But that is why it's a huge upset. Yeah, yeah. 
And I will say, I mean, oh. going to talk about how great it was in the show and greatest part, not to rehash old pop talk topics too much, but it's an example for me of why that show needed to drop once a week instead of all at once, because that song would have been ruined for me if it had dropped all at once and people were already singing it before I got to that episode oh yeah and and it's just like i mean it dropped and then like there was like but like the next day like there was like remixes of it that were so good yeah <laughs> like the hip-hop yeah. version and the, the hip-hop version was so good yeah and i saw a dude like a week later and he already had he had agatha all along socks <laughs> it was like a go. week later and i was like where the and he was yeah. like wearing them. He was like, has everyone seen the recent WandaVision? We we're like, yeah. And then he showed us the shot. Oh, it was Aaron Gold. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. That's, Aaron that's Gold, amazing. previous guest on the podcast. Uh, you were not alone. A teammate of Justina's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, he had these Agatha all along socks. And he didn't want to be a spoiler. He did a spoiler alert. A spoiler alert for clothing. Socks. That's hilarious. Uh. It's so funny. They have it on their Vivo page. Yeah, so they have it on their Vivo page now, and they put a spoiler warning in front of it. So they, (laughs) (laughs) so it's great. That's oh man, I love Captain Han. That that dark comedy show she's she's got is going to be great. So upsets. That's what we're talking Mm -hmm. about. Yeah. Also an upset, uh, and this will reveal what's in my final four. And this is the heat. This is what's going to blow everyone's minds. Unsolved mysteries over X-Files and Twilight Zone. Kiss my black ass. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Unsolved mysteries in my final four. Deal with it, America. All right, then. Um, Well, I feel as a white male that I don't get my (laughs) voice heard enough in popular culture. (laughs) So right now I'm triggered. Um, No. No, no. Yeah, no. Here, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because I don't know I would have gone this far with it had I not had this experience. When I was going through this bracket, I was listening to songs again. Just even I knew them, I was still just going to listen to them again. And I was like, oh, yeah, Unsolved Mysteries has to go on there. Because I just, you know, it was such an impactful part of my life. I heard two seconds of that damn song and i was getting like little eight-year-old jason farr was freaking out (laughs) just hearing it it took me right back (laughs) but seriously i heard it and i was like i was getting freaked out hearing it i was like no oh no there's a mystery and it's unsolved oh my god oh no (laughs) i would get so freaked out watching that show and the music of that show has such an impact on me because that song became synonymous with like creepy for me as a little kid. And then in the episodes when they started doing the like update and yeah. the like update music was very triggering for me too. But in episodes when they did not have that update music, I would be like, so they're still out there. Yeah. <laughs> like they're outside my house. They're literally outside right your house right now. now. Right now. I would be, literally be scared about that as a kid. Wow. And because of that, I had to I had to vote it over X-Files and Twilight Zone because it's scarier for me personally. Yeah, it's about the feeling. Yeah. That's- so those are all my upsets. Uh, did you did you have anything you would quantify as an upset, Justina? Maybe just 
uh, um, I've said too much already. <laughs> It'll give away my whole bracket. Um, Nothing in the first round that was like too bad, so I sad. Um, I guess spell on you. I don't know mm. if that's an upset. That is an upset because that, that was, was I, I put a spell on you as the number two seed in that division, and and that lost. Well, I had it lose. Spell on you won for me. I I, I oh it. oh yeah. then that's not a yeah okay. Grim grinning ghosts is a seven seed. Say so. it three times yeah. fast. Grim grinning ghost. Grim. I had that. I had that. Uh, I, I I had it beat. I put a spell. You on had it beat. Wow. I put a spell on. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Because that is an upset. Because if you've done the haunted mansion ride, it's scary as hell, <laughs> and that will stick with you. And that's fair but to me. I put a spell on you. Is 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 like more of like um, it is. I I could see it as a Halloween song. I'm not going to doubt it as a Halloween song, but it's more. I hear I hear like Nina Simone, and I hear. Um, I hear CCR's version, and so it's just it's different. It's more of like a blues song yeah. to me. And I've, that's yeah. fair. And but whereas I like if I, when I heard you know when I heard that I got triggered thinking about the haunted mansion ride, and I'm like, Ugh. but having never done the haunted mansion ride, I was like, okay, I get it. I can't even finish this haunted mansion song. Like, I, yeah, I I did not listen. I tried to listen to it twice, and I didn't finish it. Yeah, I was like. All right, I get it, and this is getting a little long in the tooth. Yeah, but if I was, if I ever experienced it like you did, I would have had a similar experience mm-hmm. to you, probably. So I actually, I, like Jason, I didn't do the ride, so I didn't have any yeah. knowledge of it prior to this bracket. But when I listened to it, I actually liked it a lot more than Jason did. Like I thought it was uh, a solid song outside of the scope of yeah. it being a yeah. Disneyland ride, and it gave that Vincent Price feel. Because mm-hmm. of Thurl, I, I looked it up. Thurl Ravenscroft is the one who's singing. Oh, and he's okay. the one, he's vo- the voice of Tony the Tiger. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch, in the special. Yeah, was, that's what I was thinking of, mean one, Mr. Grinch. Yeah. yeah. And so it's, you know. It's just a five and a half minute song. So like a couple minutes in, I was like. I got it. All right. I, you know, I don't need this. No. And, and but again, it's, it's an experience. It's, a, you know, I mean, it's, I mean. But some of these songs, I mean, like Halloween's like basically like that one thing that, you know, and then the dawn, right. you know, so it's basically like two, mo- you know, right. two kind of music parts. Like, so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Did you have any other upsets there, Rob? Well, yeah, I mean, I, and I, like I said before, like, it was really hard to have Halloween go over um, to to yeah. yeah like the Obviously. omen like that's but yeah, yeah, yeah no and i mean and one one it's not an upset i just kind of feel bad that i had to immediately scratch it off was the time warp just because mm-hmm. like i my two older sisters were obsessed with rocky heart picture show um mm-hmm. there may be supposedly a video of me dressed up as frankenfurter doing sweet transvestite but i was 10 years old and i think that tape was destroyed <laughs> so <laughs> They didn't play it at my wedding, so it's never coming out. So, um, yeah, so that, that's definitely one of those Halloween-y type of things I think of as Rocky Horror Picture Show. So that was kind of hard. Like, I, it, It's not so much of an upset because Tubular Bells is one of the scariest songs ever. Yeah. But um, it was hard to kind of, ex, you know, nix that so early. When you hear the full version of Tubular Bells, like a couple minutes in, you like realize how not spooky the song ends up being. <laughs> 
Like the beginning yeah. is very spooky and scary. And then later in the song, you're like, oh, I understand why you didn't use this part. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I didn't realize how long it was till I was listening to your Spotify list. Right. Like I yeah, got to right. a point it's where it's like, okay, I've gotten past the part that's from the movie. So I'm going to go to the next song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Trey, did you have any upset? So remind me again, the, the seating for Takata and Fugue yeah. and Werewolves in London. That is 2-7. So it's like, you know, an NCAA uh-huh. bracket where the first matchup in any division is one versus eight. And then it's four versus five. And then it's three versus six and two versus so seven. So Takata and oh, Fugue is two? Mm-hmm. All right. So that I do not have an upset there. I went with Takata and Fugue. I said I went with Werewolves. So that's your upset. Oh, that's a big upset. Yeah, yeah. That, I went with Werewolves too, just because, again, that's just one of those songs I think. As as, as creepy as, as as the Fugue is, it's just, to me, it's like Werewolves in London. It's a very Halloween-y song to me. Werewolf mm-hmm. Bar Mitzvah is the five and Nightmare Mind Street is the four. Is that how you had it? Correct. All right, yeah. so that's an upset. I've got Werewolf Bar Mitzvah because of yeah, because of oh, the no, that's three six. That's actually three six. Oh, so that's uh, even my bigger. street is the three. Yeah, that's an even bigger upset. Now, if maybe if today hadn't been the day that I learned all of this backstory of Werewolf yeah, Bar Mitzvah, I know I, well, I would. I, way. I actually probably would have rethought. I probably would have put Total Eclipse over Psycho Killer. So that I probably would have re- rethought that one just because now that I know it's about vampires. Yeah, <laughs> and I totally forgot Jim Steinman rolled that. Oh, that guy was creepy. Yeah. Now I did go with I put a spell on you, which I, is not an upset, right? No, right. It's not that's it. a two no. over a seven. But even though I didn't know anything about this version of the song before you were talking about the bracket, I did discover again. I was looking at different notes on the songs. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame named this version of the song "Screaming Jay" right. as it's- one of the five hundred songs that shaped rock and roll. Yeah, I could see that, and I totally agree with that sentiment. Oh, I and I, I think it's a great, I, I think it's a great song. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. because of the screaming. Yeah, <laughs> he 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 gave people a new thing to do in rock. Mm-hmm. So so Jason, like I'm wondering, like, you you had Monster Mash. What when when did it go out? It went out second round. In the second round, because Monster Monster Mash definitely beat. I was a teenage monster, which. Who is going to pick? I was a teenage monster, or well, I was a teenage creature. Well, 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 I, I picked the teenage fun. creature because I was immediately like, "Screw Kevin Feige." Oh, yeah, right, I did. did. I had, I had yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I had no connection to that song. It was purely, it was pure recent, not recency bias. I guess it's a recency bias in the sense I'm like, nah, bro, nah. It was biased towards, yeah, yes, yeah, so bias against recency. You're like, I don't want to have. I'm the, I'm the Ben Shapiro I mean, yeah. of this show. That's what I do. So. Facts don't care about your feelings. <laughs> I, I, again, and but like if you're making a Spotify playlist for a, or a Halloween party, your number two song is probably going to be Monster Mash. Yeah, it's definitely going to be on your list. Right. I think that it's a big hit. It, it's it's a oh, well probably number three. Honestly, it's like it's it's a top four. And Monster Mash is a number one seed yeah. with a bullet, and overall would be number two yeah. to Thriller. It yeah. would Quite well, crazy. no, no, I, no. It'd be up there. Well, though. it'd be up there. I, I still, I still think my two, my two are the, still the the top two. I would think of, and then Monster Mash is a close third. Like, yeah. you know, my wife and I, we argued about this yesterday morning. I just feel like the average person might say yeah. Monster, and Mash that's what she said. Halloween. That's what she said. She said that that's like the. It's literally yeah. about monsters partying. 
you know, well, and and how do you guys feel about? Because I'm, you know, I think I've expressed this before. I hate Tim Burton. <laughs> so, like, besides Batman and Batman Returns, um, and and Beetlejuice, I'm done. Like, I I hate everything Tim Burton. Mm. Um, Ed Wood, I mm. guess that's pretty good, but that's about it. Okay, those four, that's it. But besides that, it's like I I've never really had any connection to A Nightmare Before Christmas, and I know he didn't direct mm. the film, but it's you know it's definitely a Tim Burton thing, and so um and a lot of people like that this is halloween and so yeah it's a story know. he was trying to do since like the early 80s so it's definitely his yeah yeah oh my god i just realized another song you forgot what speaking of danny elfman dead man's party yeah that was actually in the running i ended up it ended up not getting in the list because it's just it doesn't have as many list or spotify plays as the songs that did that's a good song. Yeah, I was. So I really enjoyed lightning. it. I was listening to it. and I was like, okay, but then I was like, just looking at it, and I was like, all right. Well, and here, but here, here's a disqualifier for that song: is it does appear, as well as Oingo Boingo does in the film "Back to School" starring <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> You're welcome, Trey. <laughs> I was struck by lightning. Uh, are we done with upset? I, I did have Agatha all along, like you beating Monster Mash, but that. Um, to Rob's point, that uh, could be bars. a little bit of recency <laughs> bias because when I, when, you know, when I thought of the list, I mean, Monster Mash was top of my my thoughts before I put it's them in top alphabetical. Of brain because yeah. it is like this classic novelty song. I don't it's, dislike it at all. It's the Kansas of song. If the Kansas, you mean the band okay. or the state? Like the university and the you know <laughs> in an NCAA okay, okay. tournament. It's like it's not UK and mm-hmm, it's not Duke. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, because obviously there's a UK and a Duke in this. <laughs> yeah. Fair. <laughs> yeah. No, you're you're right. I mean, these are the, the two, the top two were the easiest for me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for me too. And I knew that was going to be it. And I was like purposely not saying to myself when I was like just seeding stuff. I was like, don't start matching stuff in your, uh, matching things up in your head before you finish this. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. was already like, but, it's... but of course the top two are the top two. The top two are the top two. Even though I knew what I thought the top two were going to be for me, I made sure to listen to all the songs and start filling out the bracket organically. Yeah. And it just, of course, still went there. You know, mm-hmm, honest, mm-hmm, on, mm-hmm. honestly, in my final four, number two song it was really like oh man this is hard to like push this one like it was hard to push one out to get but i was like it's True. still like to me it's i know what your number two is uh do you want to yeah, go obviously. first with your final four or should i since i probably I, i'll go i'll go i'll go with my final four so my my final four is, is monster mash is adam's family because to me it's right uh-huh it's a little more halloweeny that i just love the adam's family mm-hmm. um I don't know if you guys heard of this album. Um, it's called Thriller, <laughs> and so I have that. <laughs> and then, and then, obviously, okay. Let me just say this because I just got my son into the song, and I love it because every time the line comes up, I get to sing it to him, and it's like he doesn't realize that I'm singing it inappropriately, <laughs> and he just thinks I'm into the song, which is I get to say "Busted" makes me feel good. Oh, that's your number two. Okay. Okay. That's not your number two. Nope. So we do not have Trey and I have the same number two. What? Oh my God! No, it's go- Ghost Boy. What? Ray Parker Jr. 
Junior. Well, well that's that's one of the tough matchups. Right? That was one of the tough matchups. That was a tough matchup. How is this not number two for you guys? There was a part of me that that's wanted like your to say, favorite movie. I, it's one of my favorites, yes, for sure. Real gene, I know. Wouldn't I want know, it, wouldn't but... be an actor if it wasn't for Bill Murray and Ghostbusters. Jesus but Christ. I also want to give a little love to Huey Lewis and the news. Oh <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Um I, it's just I want a new drug, everybody. Just yeah. faster. Just, just or slower. It, it you know, is, it wasn't it until is, that behind the music that I learned that. And it was yeah, and, the, and the way they yeah. teased it took break because they said, Oh, and then <laughs> they were asked to do the movie and they said no. And then they heard the song and, and they were playing uh I want a new drug, but then I realized because of how they teased it that it was Ghostbusters. <laughs> so they stole yeah. it to make Ghostbusters. What is your guys' number two? Okay, so here's my final four. Uh, Werewolf Bar Mitzvah, wow. Unsolved Mysteries, Everyone Kiss My Black Ass, no. uh, Thriller, which it's got to be in everyone's final four, yeah. and Halloween. Uh, yeah. So we do have the yeah. same final Wow. Two. I, I really, really misread you two. I, I really thought we were friends. Trey's Zoom background is Halloween. <laughs> okay, I get it. I get my it. favorite I horror get it. movie I get of it. all time. I, Mine too. I, I, <laughs> Ghostbusters I get is it. a great song. It's not spooky scary. You know, it's just funny to me. <laughs> it's funny. It's a funny ass song. I love it. I love the video, especially when Bill Murray gets on his back oh to break God. dance. He, he can't, so he just asks him to spin him around. I love that. And that part but where Ray Parker it's it's iconic. It's iconic, Rob. This is yeah. a tough, this is a tough bracket. It's the toughest bracket. It we've was had. up against Halloween. I mean I hate the video. I hate that my internet's not working. You can't see me. Like I'm emoting <laughs> so much right now on camera. Honestly, <sighs> if the movie songs weren't together or something like that, or if Ghostbusters were in a different category. Then it would have been, it probably would have been in my phone. Yeah, it's an iconic song, right? Tell me, okay, it's just two okay. iconic songs. What's your, going what's, your each other. what's your favorite? What's your favorite scary lyric in the Halloween theme? Come on, <laughs> it's just oh a feeling God. of it. Because because I'm afraid to know Michael Myers. <laughs> I don't think it's scary to say I ain't. <laughs> I think saying ain't. Already makes it not as scary. Here's the thing: <laughs> I ain't Ray Parker Junior. was told. To basically, you have to figure out a way to make Ghostbusters a theme, and he did it. He did it, and <laughs> the way said, he did we've it, already he got said, the music. He for said, you. "I am not going to say Ghostbusters. I'm going to. I wrote a song called Who You Gonna Call,' and then people say Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh, uh, it's, it's a, a great song, song, Rob. And the it's video, song, the video is equally iconic, man, particularly I'm, when feel... Ray Parker Jr.'s dancing with the Ghostbusters, doing that little leg step. That's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Great. That's great. Classic. It's just Classic. Halloween. I mean, anytime. I mean, the name <laughs> of the movie and the name of the song is the holiday. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so perfect. It's perfect in the way the every breath you take m music video is perfect. You know, like so subtle, but so effective. That was the hard. That was probably the hardest match was was Halloween versus mm -hmm. Ghostbusters. That was hard. That was hard. Let's see, but but Halloween is amazing, and 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 John Carpenter, it, you know, he actually now he doesn't want to direct movies anymore, but he 
he tours yeah. with his, a band and they oh, just play his, his mm-hmm. music and a lot of it's his theme song. And he's even re he remastered and redid rejiggered the theme song for the new Halloween movies out now. So yeah, he did. they're not just rehashing it. So he's passionate about it. Yeah. Ooh. Justina, what's your final four? Um Adam Stanley, Spell mm-hmm. on yep. You, mm. Thriller. Okay. This is Halloween. Famously, Whoa. this is Halloween. Yeah. Oh, wow, this is Halloween, wow. not right. Halloween. This is the age difference. Yeah, and you said I put a spell on you. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I think Rob said age There's difference. Time. I think that is a thing because I was, I was in my junior, no, senior year in high school when Nightmare Before Christmas came out, and yeah, uh, just wasn't at a place where I was seeing as many movies because I was at a boarding school at that time. So it just, it escaped. It just went by me. So I didn't see the mm-hmm. movie. Same for me. I don't have the hatred of Tim Burton that Rob has. I, <laughs> I just, for some reason, never wanted to see it. Yeah. I, I, I want to see it. I told Justina before we were recording that I had never seen it. And her response was, what? No, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. It's so good to me. But listening to the song, it, it's, it's an example. Again, it, just like I said, when Rob blew his top over us picking Halloween over Ghostbusters. This is a tough bracket. And I think it's a, you know, this is Halloween is a legit song, at least for the, for the bracket. It's just, I'm of an age where psycho (laughs) means a lot more to me. Yeah. I mean, psycho means, I mean, I remember like going to universal studios and like seeing the Bates, Mm -hmm. the Bates, actually it's the Bates house. It's not the motel. And, it, you know, it's like I remember seeing that and like just being so f- scared of it and like knowing the psycho theme. And we saw the Bates Motel when it was the Jason Bateman TV movie. Yeah. When we went to Universal. Oh, Studios. yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> so, Trey, what is your final four? We already know two of them. Yeah. So, obviously, Thriller and Halloween. Uh, Adam's Family. How can you not snap yeah. your fingers every time you hear that? I, can't, I, you're, I, <laughs> I know. 100%. And I love the monsters, 100%. by the way. I do too. It, that was a hard yeah. choice too. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I had the monsters beating X Files. I I yeah I did wow. I did too, I did too. And and it's just the monsters is a great theme and it's uh, and it definitely brings me to that that watching that show as a kid. But especially, do you remember the the new version of the monsters? Yeah, the very <laughs> bland. Like try to be like. Yeah. But not quite. But I watched that as a kid. That was like my yeah, the new monsters, monsters. I think they called it the new monsters. Yeah. I remember yeah, watching Adam that. Family over Doctor Who was maybe the easiest choice. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah I don't. That was an easy one. Yeah, because we don't like your nerd show nerds. But it was like someone suggested Doctor Who, and they also suggested Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel. And I was listening to those, and I went. Well, Angel's theme song sucks, so that's not going on here. That was the only the only time where just my sheer subjectivity affected the bracket. But that theme song sucks. It's the most basic bullshit the Angel's theme song. <laughs> I had no business being even suggested. It was such a ridiculous ass. Well, theme it's song. It, it, well, and it's basically derivative of the of the Buffy. No derivative, theme song anyway. right? It was. Terrible. This is basically like, hey, let's just do the same thing we did with Buffy. Was it okay. was it trying to do like the Law and Order spinoffs where it's a remix of the original, or was it even worse than kind that? Kind of. 
I think it was yeah. worse than that, honestly. This is worse, but it was very late eight nineties type of theme. It song. was lazy. Mm-hmm. I hated it, and I was like, "Well, this is not going on here." And then I did some like Google search, and it was like, "Good, no one listens to this song, <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't have to yeah. go on here." I mean, the Doctor Who. In, when you think about Doctor Who in the sense of not the show but the song, it's a little creepy, like mm-hmm. you know, like that kind of sound. Yeah. It's almost like a theremin type of sound, which I always think is kind of the creepiest sounding instrument. But a lot of people listen to it. That's why it's a six C. Yeah, I think because but, I'm yeah. an American of a certain age, I just didn't grow up with Doctor Who to to have a connection yeah. to it. Um, the guy who mentioned it's like five years older than you, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't a thing. Like I'd never heard anyone talking about Doctor Who until I didn't need adulthood. Either. Like last 10 years, particularly when they read oh, what was your it. oh, uh, what, so what was your novelty song, Final Force? Yeah, so that would be Agatha All Along, which may be recency bias, oh. but I did have it beating yep, Werewolf yeah. Bar Mitzvah. Um, in a different year, it could have been Nightmare on My Street, I don't know, but but it, this this year is Agatha yeah. All Along against Thriller and Adam's Family against Halloween. I can't wait till you guys get all the hate mail about like hate mail monster mash and ghost. <laughs> well, monster mash is put great. Somebody watching me versus thriller because I almost did that. Yes. Oh, that like I, Michael Jackson versus Michael Jackson, yes. sort of. It is Michael Jackson versus Michael Jackson, but you're talking about like <laughs> you're talking about a, a song where he sings song one line. Versus... Where Barry Gordy's song is like, "I'm just a man who." Oh, let me tell you. Part of the thing with me that made it a that was a tough matchup. That was maybe the toughest matchup. That was the last one I filled. Because I already knew Thriller was gonna like go all the way and I already knew the rest yeah. of that side of the bracket, that division. But I was like, somebody's watching me and don't fear the Reaper. Don't fear the Reaper, I guess, is not really about something spooky, according to the lyricist. So it makes me but it's also kind of dumb that he He's saying it's not when they did the song the way he did. But then with somebody watching me, I'm like, man, the the verses kind of aren't fun to listen to because his vocal style is not sincere or genuine. It's not like I put a spell on you. Yeah, he was drunk, but there was reckless inhibition. It was reckless abandon. And so there was something pure about it. But there's so much artifice in the vocal in Rockwell's vocals. On the verses, particularly, and somebody's and, watching me, it made it. And if you grew up watching that music video and hearing that song, I just only associate it with Halloween. Yeah. And so, like, whereas Don't Fear the Reaper, I could hear any day, any day. And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's Don't Fear the Reaper. I can, I can attest that it is a creepy song and it is Halloween. It's definitely something that you can play at Halloween. It's still, mm-hmm. it's definitely like, it's like, it's one category versus like somebody's watching me. It's like, that's like totally like that's that's how that is it's not halloween until i hear that song ghostbusters <laughs> i'm not not gonna let it go <laughs> so well so, so i mad. you know ghostbusters I get it. for me is sort of like oh i never think about that at halloween because yeah, it's an everyday song for me yeah it's an everyday <sighs> movie, movie yeah too. but to your point jason about rockwell it's, and his vocals it's, it's funny you say that because when i was looking at stuff about the songs barry gordy wasn't interested in that song he thought it didn't have much to it until he heard the chorus with michael jackson singing and jermaine did some background vocals too apparently i'll tell you if it wasn't for that hook that 
delicious hook, that song wouldn't have been a hit. It wouldn't, no, yeah. That's such a good like we love it because of the hook. hook. No, it is the hook. It's the and well, and I like the who's watching. Yeah, that's good. I like yeah. that part yeah. too. I like yeah, like I like that stuff too. The chorus uh, is where it's watching. at, particularly because is, of Michael's hook. And I think that's part of how "Don't Fear the Reaper" can beat it for me because the whole song is good. right. And, and it's in the movie yeah, Halloween. Fair. So I think of it in a Halloween. Yeah. That's why it beat it for me. But I, I took a long time to make that decision. I can agree with that. Yeah. Now, did you know, going back to the Munsters, did you know that only lasted two seasons? What? I did not what? know what? that until like, today when I was looking it up. Was it like 48 show? episodes, though? Or? I didn't look to see how many episodes. Because there was a, that was a time period where they might do like 40 episodes a season yeah. or something. Like yeah. That. So it could have yeah. been something like so. that. Uh, in fact, let me look it up right now. Just because so in the '90s, that was it. when it was 22 episodes a season, and now with all these streaming services, well, Andy Griffith's show was like, like 20. Andy Griffith's was like 26. Yeah. So it's a total of think, um, 72 episodes across two seasons. Yeah. But that's wow. including like these two unaired pilots. So I, well, I think the Fugitive series maybe had a lot of episodes per season too. Is yeah. That where I learned about this. But nevertheless, like there were a lot of old shows that had a lot. Well, now let's go over our final two and the winner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Trey and I have the same final two. Let's just say it at the same time, Trey. On three. One, two, three. Thriller. thriller Halloween. Halloween. Thriller. Thriller. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Aww, we're the brothers. same. <laughs> Cute. Now, now, everybody else listening to me, let's say our final two. One, two, three. Thriller. Ghostbuster. Thriller. <laughs> and Justina, why don't you share your final two I, and winner? Jason's laughing. I, I put a spell on you versus this is Halloween. This is Halloween. Wow. This is Halloween is the perfect Halloween song. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh Thriller is the greatest so, song of all time. <laughs> all time. Like, well, here's here's and and this might be the the and, An and I'm not trying to really like the age thing yeah. is like when I was a kid, they would only they would air thriller. I mean, they would air thriller throughout the year, but then once the, like thriller stopped like being like in heavy rotation, mm-hmm. it was it became more of a Halloween tradition. Yeah. But they would do there was an there was an extended version where they actually did a behind the scenes. Yeah, the making of we had that VHS. Yeah. We had they would show the making of and the video. And and like in that, that you learn all about the amazing dance. You learn all about Rick Rick Baker's just phenomenal, mm-hmm. uh, you know, special, you know, the the makeup and all the the effects that they do, especially that werewolf yeah. trans- transformation, which is just unbelievable. Here are the three touchstones for Thriller for me. I remember when it came out. I was in preschool, and I remember them playing the album at school. I remember my aunt Ruth when she would drive us somewhere. She would say, what do you want to listen to, Michael Jackson or Prince? And we would, well, we always just chose one, Michael Jackson or Prince. We probably had more options. But it was always like Thriller or Purple Rain. And we, mm-hmm. yeah. we chose Thriller more as little kids. And then the other thing was wearing that making of Thriller VHS out. We yeah. watched it so much. It's and I, like little kid so me, good. I was eating it up. Like five-year-old me, I would... I would watch it, but I was scared at certain yeah. parts, and I'd make my mom watch the scary parts, and then I would hide behind the couch until it was over. But not because I was like, "Watch it and tell me when the scary part's over." I was like, 
watch it because it has to be watched like for whatever reason <laughs> oh, like yeah. my my five-year-old Jason, brain is like it has Jason, to still I be tell you something Jason, I t- i'm not like the other <laughs> what do you mean rob I mean, I'm different. I'm different. <laughs> you know, another thing I did not know until literally a couple of hours ago when I was looking at the Wikipedia page for this is that Michael does not turn into a werewolf. He turns into a werecat. What? Yeah, it's, it's actually like a panther. Like, it looks more like a panther type of thing, right? Yeah. Oh, because he had the long whiskers. He did. He, he did. The reason he got Rick Baker was because of American Werewolf. Yeah, because he did that with John, John Landis, yeah. obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, John Landis said, "Well, I just did werewolves, so I want to do something different." So he wow. did Werecat. Oh yeah, <laughs> he just made up something. No, it's a real thing. There's a Wikipedia oh, I mean, entry for a Werecat. It's it's no, it's it's real. Yeah, no. No, he's just saying John Landis made something up. Not, not oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. But to me, it's like it's the greatest music video of all time. Mm. Do you all remember when VH1 used to do their count or MTV, whichever, did their countdown, the top 25 videos of all time? Yeah. And they put Smells Like Teen Spirit as number one instead of Thriller. Because it was shortly after Kurt Cobain passed. So I get some of that. But I was still Uh, like, what kind of bullshit is this? (laughs) I cannot pay attention to this list anymore. That is some 90s crap right there. Like, I can't watch that music. There's nothing entertaining about that music. And video, let me I'm tell sorry. you, it's another smack in the face of black music. And I'll say why I'm bringing it in. MTV did not want to play black music for a no, while. And Thriller, that album made them have to. Yep. But before that, they were like, yeah, no, no, Prince is great and everything, but you know, we just need to appeal to middle America. Dude even said to David Bowie, when David Bowie called them out on MTV for not playing more black artists, he said, we love Prince. Well, if we play him, people in LA and New York yeah, will love it. I, but I was that. like, man. And so to me, it's just them still just like showing their old attitudes towards black artists well and i mean obviously michael's always going to be a little controversial but but this was before he was as controversial yeah yeah but i'm just saying yeah no i know that too but like even like if you you can have your opinions about what happened with him but it's just an unbelievable like synergy of filmmaking of like of, of his true i mean he really loves scary movies he grew up like he would go see scary movies. He, I mean, he asked, he, like, I remember in the, um, in the TV, the ABC movie about him, he talked about like Captain Blood and stuff and stop touching all the bu- buttons, Michael. <laughs> oh, touch all the buttons you <laughs> all want. All the buttons you want. Sorry. <laughs> People, I'm obs- Jason and I are obsessed with <laughs> Billy D. Williams is Barry Gordy. Um, but, uh, <laughs> no, that was a great so- scene. <laughs> that's a great scene that's a great scene uh you're gonna have you're definitely gonna have to show that you scene now you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> he's not gonna be happy until he has all my all my kids son there was some line like oh that <laughs> yeah there was um but no uh joe jackson worst father ever um oj's up there uh but <laughs> But I mean, thriller. It's just, it's yeah. I it's not Halloween if I don't hear. Thriller. Yeah, that's that's me yeah. too. Like every Halloween, I've got to watch the movie Halloween and I've got to watch Thriller. Same every yeah. year. Same. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. Uh, they're the great. I, I feel. I feel. I feel like 
I feel bad that I just am so pro Ghostbusters to your guys' love of the Halloween <laughs> theme. It's just, it's at the end of the day, like if I was putting together a playlist, I would listen to all like Ghostbusters all the way through. I would laugh at mm. Halloween theme and be like, yeah, and I'd be good. I would put, uh, how much of Ghostbusters 2 would you put on there though? I mean, there's a Glenn Fry song in the Ghostbusters 2 set. Too hot to handle, too cold to hold. Oh, I thought exactly. you were going to go with that. Well, yeah, we but just also... can't move it on. I can't remember the lyrics, but I can remember the melody. Get, get, get it on. Oh, it's uh, <laughs> oh, no. oh, that's you, you, you know it. We got, we got, we got. <laughs> Bobby Brown is in Ghostbusters. <laughs> Did you know that? Yes. So is Kurt Fuller. Kurt Fuller, great actor. Oh, the first one's so much better in the second one. But Bill Murray's still great in the second one. I, I, when, when I was a child, I thought I liked because I saw Ghostbusters two on my birthday, and I thought that was the better film. And then once I like hit puberty, I was like, no. I was incorrect. so excited. <laughs> I was right at the age where I would still be excited about a new Ghostbusters movie, but too old for their target audience and i was like fourth grade so yeah. that just shows you how young they seem to be trying to make the appeal because they wanted to sell toys instead of telling a story and i had a ton of ghostbusters toys i had the um i had the car i had the helicopter and i had the and I, I, my, my parents might still have it at their house i had the uh the fire station oh, we still got the car toy still got the car at my mom's yeah 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 it's uh, on display I, had, yeah. I believe Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, you know, I'm like Luke is so into it now. Like he was asking me if he can get an ectoplaque, and I was like, "Hell yeah, I get you an ecto." Yeah, I'm like, "Yeah, let's do this, bro." <laughs> like, yeah, like I was like, I was if he had said to me, "Like, let's both dress up as Ghostbusters," I'd be like, "Yeah." Uh, Ghost, but he already Ghostbusters, but he's going to be Optimus Prime. So uh, yeah. Ghostbusters, great movie, great song. It's just with with Halloween because it's such a tradition for me to watch every year, and I was introduced to it as a double whammy. Uh, my our mom was really into it, and this was before WGN was everywhere as the superstation. So we got in Raleigh, we got this Washington D.C. superstation, and Interesting. they would televise the movie Halloween every year because you couldn't really rent it uh, in that era. And so we would watch it. Our no. mom talked about it so much that, and I guess she talked about Psycho, but she talked about Halloween the most. So it was like this thing, even as a little kid. And then my friend in middle school and in, in high school, Brian, was really into it. And so we've got to be close friends in part because of our shared love for that movie to the point where in, we were in a computer coding class and uh, we were doing basic A and we did a choose your own adventure yeah. story based on Halloween. And he was able wow. to work out like the coding for the different octaves for the theme song. And so we had the flashing pumpkin <laughs> with the theme song playing. Wow. And uh, I even did that when I went to uh, science and math to that high school. As a prank, I went into the computer lab and just put the flashing pumpkin with the theme song on every computer. So it's, it's like this. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. That's hilarious. But, you, but here's my, but my problem, my, and, and, and I was texting this, Jason, I think yesterday, um, um, my only problem with Halloween, and this is going to be blasphemy, 
but because of when I saw it versus the experience I had seeing Scream. Oh yeah, yeah. I would say Scream is my favorite, my favorite slasher film. Now I I love Halloween. I appreciate everything about it. It is an amazing movie, especially how much it costs and how great Jamie Lee Curtis is in it, and like a lot of the choices that the Carpenter made. But I just, you know, Scream is like the, the Scream is one of the scariest movies I've ever seen, and it's still my favorite experience. Yeah, I think you're just life. at yeah. the right age for yeah. that. I was, right. but you probably like the original Halloween more than H two O. I did take this girl Maggie to go see H two O though, and we held hands. <laughs> at, during the film and so that was and then also i'm a really big josh um, hartnett guy michael, michael myers is dead, dead mom, mom. Dead <laughs> mom. <laughs> at the same time didn't plan it <laughs> and also i just like I, I just like shit hill adam adam arkin i'm always a big fan of adam, adam arkin's a great shit hill, so <laughs> well oh also you know who's also an h2o is a uh, little uh joseph gordon levitt trying to go through the house with his yeah. hockey stick like he's gonna scare somebody oh yeah. man so funny was michelle williams in that one too yes she was who was the one she was at the school yeah. that uh, she was dating josh hartnett I think. That's yeah. right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the songs for Halloween bracket. You can find the bracket in the bio um, on thereitispod.com. We're also going to have the Spotify playlist linked in the bio. So check those out and share your bracket with us on social media and hashtag it. Hashtag there it is Halloween. Very much appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's much, very much in the vein of now. That's what I call Halloween. Now that's what. I'm going to have to change the Spotify name now. Yeah, that is a good. Now, now, now that's, that's what, what I call Halloween. Call Halloween. <laughs> but somehow Backstreet Boys are still on this list. I don't know how, but. <laughs> well, thanks of the show gang for being on the podcast. Of the show again. gang. Yeah. <laughs> Halloween. That was a great show. There it is. <laughs> Needed more cowbell. <laughs> we are a bunch of jackasses. I hope you enjoyed listening to that, and I hope you enjoyed putting the bracket together. And we're going to have a link in the bio for that, as well as a link to the Spotify for you to listen to all of these songs so you can really give them all a chance and also hear songs that you have not heard. Don't forget when you put your bracket together to share it with us on social media. Hashtag there it is Halloween. I cannot wait to see how your brackets came out. Also, share with us what you think about our bracket. You can do that on social media at there it is pod on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Please follow us. Also, follow me on Instagram at Jason Farr Picks and on Twitter at Jason Farr Jokes. And also subscribe to our comedy lifestyle newsletter. It's free. goes out every Monday. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. Links in bio. Until next time, be good to each other. The music for the theme song was created by Neil Brooks. The rap was written and performed by Nick Acevedo. The logo for There It Is was created by Jeff Prater. The There It Is podcast is produced by Jason Farr. (laughs) 